Grey's Anatomy, the most iconic binge-worthy drama, is back, along with answers to the biggest cliffhangers. Will Teddy survive? Will Joe and Link finally find happiness together? Meredith returns along with fan faves like Arizona. You can now stream every episode of Grey's ever on Hulu and new episodes next day. Watch the season premiere of Grey's Anatomy tonight at 9, 8 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. You are about to hear the most interesting, informative, thought-provoking, opinion-leading, and funny show in America, on air and on the World Wide Web. This is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, kids, it's Wednesday, and you know, uh, a lot of crazy weather happening around our country. Uh, yesterday, here, here uh, where I live in the in the heart of America, in the Kansas City area, we got eight inches of snow. Out on the East Coast, they got nor'easters going on up there. They got uh, uh, rainstorms in Baltimore. My uh, 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 guest host, Mary Walter, she lives on the Jersey Shore. They're getting pounded out there. You got all sorts of rain in California and everything. Honestly, what are we going to tell all those climate refugees who are coming here to escape the climate change? You know, all that climate change that's happening in their little third world crab holes. And the reason why they're coming here is because, you know, the climate change. And they're coming in and they're like, whoa, 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 we were sold a bill of goods because the climate change isn't happening here, but it's chasing us out of our country. So what the heck? <laughs> what the heck? <laughs> The climate change, yeah, you know, bad weather. We're leaving our countries because of the bad weather, and they're going to America, where we have uh, tornadoes and floods, and every, like everybody else does. In fact, I would venture to say that America's probably got a, a bigger uh, assortment of weather maladies than other countries. And it's not because of climate change. It's just where we are in the position of the globe. There you go. So uh, welcome to the show. Please come inside. We've got a lot, a lot of things to get to today. I don't know if you knew this, but Percy Biden showed up at the hearing today on Capitol Hill to hold him in contempt. All of a sudden, I guess he's, uh, he's realizing that uh, his old man isn't going to be able to get him out of this. I call him Percy Biden because he reminds me of uh, Percy from the Green Mile, who was like the uh, son of one of the uh, people associated with the prison and got a, a plum job at the prison there. And then also... Uh, Percy from Monsters and Aliens, and uh, Percy from Monsters and Aliens was a spoiled brat who got away with, uh, you know, breaking the law, and then one day, new sheriff came into town and, uh, and put him in jail, and uh, daddy tried to come and get him out and all that, so he's a uh, Percy, I just call him Percy Biden, because Hunter is a spoiled uh, little twerp who's, uh, I mean, I should know better, he's in his 50s for God's sake, but anyway, he showed up at the hearing, here's some of the audio, Listen, this is real, uh, this is Hunter Biden showing up at the hearing, uh, check it out. To come answer the committee's questions under oath before the American people. This is at the same time. Is that Jamie Ras Raskin? That they stand by the categorical noncompliance of Republican members of Congress like Mr. Jordan. Uh, and, and by the way, on Twitter, a GOP clown show continues is uh, is trending, but it's not going to do any good because everybody gets it. And and the the left, they're dying like movie vampires, scratching and clawing to drag anybody into hell with them. But uh, this was another fine example: a uh, Percy Biden showing up at the hearing after snubbing, realizing, uh, you know, maybe he ain't going to skate through this like he thought he was. Um, who have material information about. Excuse the me. violent attack. The cameras cannot be in the well. Cameras cannot be in the well. 
Yeah, and so the Democrats, oddly enough, are trying to distract uh, by saying, well, yeah, but uh, but Donald Trump incited a, uh, an insurrection. And, uh, and here's what uh, Pramila Jayapal said. Never happened. Let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Uh, yeah, an, yeah, <laughs> That's what she said. That's what she said today. Just things that have happened or things that have never happened. Let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Being called the boner for uh, going after Donald Trump. And then Nancy Mace said this. This is kind of weird. Nancy Mace, she said this today. Um, second question. Coming into the Oversight Committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. There you go. So she's uh, she's saying that Hunter Biden doesn't uh, have any balls. And uh, Pramila Jayapal, well, you heard what she said. <laughs> it's just unbelievable. It is. Brian is talking in my ear, my producer, and I can't hear him. So, Brian, go ahead and tell me what you're trying to tell me because it's a little distracting. Anything? Oh, okay. My, my connection is... Wait a minute. Maybe I don't have a connection erection. I have no idea what the problem is. Uh, you know, we got some issues. If, if I am breaking up, maybe they're trying to break me up. Who knows? Uh, but anyway... <laughs> It's, it's, it's hunty. Oh, old Percy Biden decides to show up out of nowhere because he's a little bit worried because he wasn't able to skate with the plea deal on the gun charge. And, and now he's seeing that he might spend some time in jail. And I, I certainly hope he does. I really, really do. And, uh, and you know, the glorious thing, guys, is, you know, I've been telling you all of this stuff for a few years. I've been on the air nationally for two years and, and everything is said, I'm not trying to brag here. I'm just saying that I've got this thing. It's called common sense. And, and I I do a lot of research and uh and and you know and, and sometimes you just kind of go well duh you know duh and and anytime you notice that the federal government every time you have an opinion tells you that you can't say that then why would they say that because they're really there to protect the, the truth or they're just there to cover their own asses that's it guys that's it so of course joe biden is corrupt of course joe biden has gotten millions of dollars from our enemies. Of course our our southern border is open. Of course Hunter Biden's laptop was real. Of course Russia collusion was a big fat lie. Of course the IRS, the DHS, the HHS, the CDC, uh, all of these agencies are completely corrupt. Of course the FBI was involved in January the 6th. Of course the FBI was involved in covering up Hunter Biden's laptop and, and uh, rigging the election. You know why I know all that, guys? Because I'm not stupid, and neither are you. And now finally, despite all the caterwauling and all the yelling and all the shouting and all of the banning and all of the this and all of that and all of the arresting and all of the targeting, the American people realize it. The American people realize this government is beyond any type of corruption we could have ever, ever imagined, and the whole damn house of cards is going to come down, and these bastards are going to pay for it. Ah. I feel better. What else is going on today? Well, I've got a lot of stuff today. A little bit on the economy before we get to uh, Fannie Willis. (laughs) 
I told you. I told you after the uh, the second indictment of Donald Trump last year, I said, clearly, these are coordinated. Duh. <laughs> They're clearly coordinated. They've sat on these charges for three years and waited till the election. I'm sorry. I think Pramila Jayapal would call it an, uh, an erection year. Anyway, uh, but they've sat on them, and I went, okay, it kind of makes sense. And now it's becoming crystal clear. We know that Fonnie Willis used $700,000 in uh, taxpayer money to bring on an attorney that she was having the sex with and traveling all the world. That's what he was spending the money on, taking her on extravagant trips. And by the way, he is a kept man. Yeah. And she's been subpoenaed because uh, he's divorcing his wife uh, because, well, she's divorcing him because, well, he was, uh, you know, hitting old uh, Fanny. You know, I mean... They had in a relationship is what I'm trying to say. So we'll get to that. I'm sorry. I'm just laughing. I, I love it. I love it. I look at all look at all the fools we're making you know, we're we're making of these these uh corrupt jerks who've been so arrogant because the mainstream media media plays along and big social media is either being pressured or or uh, or voluntary complying to cover up the truth. And now all of these people who've bedded down with all these lies look like complete idiots. And even the even liberals are getting it, and and it's been a long time coming. It has been a long time coming. And listen, we haven't crossed a finish line. We still got a long way to go, but everybody knows that this uh, this administration is a joke. Everybody knows that the federal government involved itself in electioneering. Everybody knows that Joe Biden is an awful president who's wrecking the country, and and most of us are beginning to realize that it's intentional. And we're sick and damn tired of it. There you go. Here's a shocking number for you. Want to guess how many U.S. companies, small businesses anticipate they will uh, have to conduct layoffs this year? Is it 10%? Oh, no, 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 no. Is it, is it 20% the small businesses laying off people, meaning that people are going to be out of jobs? No, no, no. Is it 30? No, no, no. 38% of companies uh, anticipate they're going to have to make some uh, layoffs this year. Isn't that interesting? Yeah, 52% are likely to implement a hiring freeze. Half say anticipation of a recession is a reason for potential layoffs. I thought Bidenomics was awesome. It was really awesome. And they, they floated out Bidenomics as a campaign tool, and they realized the American people knew that was ridiculous because they know the economy's terrible. Four in ten say layoffs are due to replacing workers with uh, AI. Really? Okay. Th- well, of course. You have been to the, you've been to Walmart checkout lately? It's all automated. You know why? Because the Democrats ushered in an increase in the minimum wage during COVID without officially mandating it. Right now, if I go to my neighborhood Walmart, I could start at $17 an hour. Let me see, three years ago, the minimum wage was 7 and my son was hired at Walmart for 11 But now it's $17.25 to work at Walmart. So what do they do? Well, they can't hire as many employees. Duh. You know, three in ten companies reduce or are expecting to reduce or eliminate uh, holiday bonuses this year. Let's see, Nike, $2 billion uh, cutback. Hasbro, 20% of its workforce being cut. Wall Street, uh, according to the Wall Street Journal. Uh, Spotify has a record number of layoffs because they pay for stupid things like uh, royal couples who nobody cares about it and, uh, and the Obamas and their podcasts that nobody listens to. Uh, Roku is uh, limiting new hires, laying off 10% of its uh, workforce. 
workforce. Amazon layoffs are happening. Amazon, of all places, right? Because you see, if you're at home and you don't have a job, you can't order anything from Amazon. That's, that's how it generally works. I thought you should know that. Unemployed people don't order a lot of stuff from Amazon. So it's pretty interesting. Uh, it looks like, uh, according to UBS analyst Michael Lasser, the U.S. remains over-retailed. Lasser estimated that uh, the U.S. will shed 50,000 retail stores by 2028. He cites rising operational costs and higher proportion of e-commerce sales. There you go. So that's uh, that's the uh, victory. That's the, that's the Democrat Party. That's the socialist uh, moist dream of Bernie Sanders and OAC that is uh, uh, destroying business and destroying a lot of lives. But you know what uh, Joe Biden's going to do about it? He's inviting top journalists to come up to uh, uh, Wilmington to uh, wine and dine him and uh, give him a little what fur and say, uh, hey, you go tell everybody that everything's great. That's what they're doing. It'd be like if, uh, if uh, Donald Trump invited all the journalists to Mar-a-Lago and did the same thing. It's okay, by the way, with, uh, with Biden, not so much for Trump. But uh, two people with knowledge of the situation uh, said that during meetings with reporters like the New York Times, the Washington Post, and others, campaign officials have invoked a coverage spreadsheet laying out areas where the team believes their reporting has fallen short. You don't want to make the dear leader mad. You, you got to toe that line. Now, uh, at least right now in this country, you won't be thrown in a re-education camp. In the former Soviet Union, uh, you had to. But Joe Biden's essentially saying, oh, you know, you might want to you might want to uh, circle the wagons here. In particular, campaign officials have chafed at some of the coverage of former President Donald Trump. Apparently, it's not it's not negative enough, feeling that outlets are too focused on his legal troubles. Well, you guys are putting him through it. You guys are persecuting him for political reasons and haven't paid enough attention to some of his incendiary recent statements on the campaign trail like anybody cares when they can't afford groceries. Uh, Staffers, uh, reporting teams from ABC, NBC, The Wall Street Journal, Fox, NPR, Reuters, Bloomingbird, and others are in Wilmington. I don't hear any Newsmax in there because we wouldn't go. We wouldn't go. Here's Mike Huckabee talking about uh, all the journos being brought to uh, Wilmington. Well, it used to be America, but that was back when we He had- did this on Rob Schmidt's show last night on, uh, be careful with Schmidt's show on Newsmax last night. We had an independent and responsible uh, group of journalists that would- Newsmax has a Schmidt show and the White House has a, sh- never mind. Report. And even though they had biases, they kind of kept them to themselves because they knew that they had a job to do. And that job was to uh, speak truth to power. These folks basically go to Wilmington, and they're going to get a tongue bath by the Biden well, people. You know. They're going to be treated to wonderful food. Mm. And they'll hear all the propaganda. And the yeah. worst part, they'll believe everything they're told. Mm-hmm. And they'll go back and report it just like they're told. <laughs> and that's a real problem. Yeah. It's not just an issue of journalism. It's election interference in yeah. the purest form. All this nonsense about Donald Trump being influenced by the Russians and the Russians trying to influence the election. Forget the Russians. They have nothing. Nope. What we've got is American journalists who are trying to influence and basically create an election narrative for Joe Biden. All right. we got a lot of stuff on the show. Let's take a break. This, my friends, is... It is the Rob Carson Show on a uh, Wednesday. We've got uh, a lot of stuff to come to, uh, get to, I should say. And, uh, of course, uh, right now the uh, uh, contempt 
hearing for Hunter Biden, Percy Biden, is happening on Capitol Hill. And, uh, you know, we'll see what happens. But uh, it sounds like um, they're going to something's going to happen. Something big is going to happen. I got to uh, restart something on my computer. We've had all sorts of technical issues today. I'm not sure what the problem is. Uh, if there was a little drop off at the beginning of that break, I do apologize because um, uh, we had some connectivity issues. And I think probably a lot of that has to do with the wild weather we are experiencing right now uh, you know, around the country. So uh, we will we will do our level best to get all of that. I'm going to restart the computer as we speak here and uh, and get it started again. So it could be happening. I'm like, hell, it could be the FBI for all I know. I have no idea because I know that uh, we're on the radar. I'll just tell you, we're on the uh, the radar. Uh, this show is on the radar. I know it's a, it's kind of a fledgling show. We've been only been around a couple of years. But the other day, I was uh, I did you know that I was blocked by uh, by Joe Biden and uh, and Jill Biden on Twitter? This is kind of a big deal. So clearly they know, I guess, because I didn't initiate anything. I didn't tag them with anything. It just out of nowhere, all of a sudden, Joe and Jill Biden, they've decided they don't want to. They don't want to be my friends anymore. They're really upset because I mean, oh, there's my computer restarting. Uh, <laughs> There's that. Um, a lot of things are happening as the uh, as the people are beginning to, and, and I mean, everybody's waking up to how bad this government is. Everybody is waking up to uh, how the United States government, uh, how the people around Washington, D.C. live high on the hog while the rest of us uh, suffer. And it, we're not fooling anybody anymore, and people are mad about it. People are mad because not only uh, as they're suffering, as they're screaming out, why is this happening, why are you doing this, uh, it's falling on deaf ears. And then we're also seeing the fact that our federal government is spending us into oblivion, completely wrecking our economy. And, and, and we realize that none of the money for all of this stuff is, is going to us, all right? None of it's, none of it's coming to us. We saw their, their tone deafness of East Palestine. We saw the tone deafness of Maui. And then we see, you know, uh, you, no, no aid for Israel. They should already have the $16 billion we wanted to send them. Uh, and, and then they want to send more money to Ukraine, Right. And then they want to put contingencies on everything unless you give us that money. So the people understand they're they're under they're they're irritated, they're agitated and they're sick and damn tired. There you go. Uh, let's see. Let's look at some polling here. Uh, in New Hampshire, New Hampshire, the uh, the big primary is coming up here, and it looks like, and I, I can't explain why this is, it just appears that it is happening, that uh, Ron DeSantis has slipped into fifth place in New Hampshire. That's not good because I think there are only five people on the ballot in New Hampshire. Uh, you know, I could be wrong, but uh, he's at 5% behind Donald Trump, who's at 39%. Nikki Haley's at 32 so she's within seven in New Hampshire. Um, she's behind 56 in Nevada. Chris Christie is at 12, which is uh, about one-fourth of his body fat content. Vivek Ramaswamy is at eight, and uh, there you go. So uh, that's the newest thing. The, memo, the uh, polling memo describes DeSantis' support as plummeted, given that he was at 40% earlier this year and has lost 90% of his previous backing. I, I don't know why this is. I, I have a feeling why it is. Um, you know, I, I don't mind Ron DeSantis. I think he's a pretty good governor. But uh, as far as being a, a president, not yet. Not yet. I, I originally, when there was the DeSantis momentum at the beginning, I said, well, since Donald Trump got you elected in Florida, why don't you think about being VP 
go to Trump University for four years, and then in four years, uh, you know, ascend the uh, presidency, not the throne, because the, the the presidency is not a uh, is not a uh, a kingship. But of course, he didn't. He decided he'd go ahead and run, and Nikki Haley decided to run, even though she said she wasn't going to run. And and here's we here we are, here we are. All right, so uh, a little bit more on this. Also, we'll get into. Um, uh, Fonnie Willis, and she's at Hot Agua, and this could topple all of these indictments against Donald Trump. This, my friends, is The Rob Carson Show. Hey, guys, it's Carson. You know, everybody knows the next medical crisis just around the corner, whether it comes in the form of a pandemic or something more mundane like a tick bite, you and your family need to be prepared. That's where the wellness company comes in. The Wellness Company and their doctors are medical professionals that you can trust, and their new medical emergency kits are the gold standard when it comes to keeping you safe and healthy. Be ready for anything. This medical emergency kit contains an assortment of life-saving medications, including ivermectin and z From anthrax to tick bites to COVID, even a bioweapon like a plague, the Wellness Company medical emergency kit is exactly what you need to have on hand to be prepared. Rest assured knowing that you have emergency antibiotics, antivirals, antiparasitics on hand to make sure you and your family are safe from whatever the globalists throw at us next. Go to www.twc.health slash Carson. Again, twc.health slash Carson today and order. That's TWC Health slash Carson and use the promo code Carson to save 10%. Somebody call a plumber. It's time to drain the swamp. It's the Rob Carson Show. Rob Hunter Biden to be here today. That's my first question. Um, Second question, you are the epitome of white privilege. Coming into the oversight committee, spitting in our face, ignoring a congressional subpoena to be deposed. What are you afraid of? You have no balls. Wow. Mr. Chairman, point of inquiry. Can I, you know, I've been saying for a while now that uh, uh, it's funny because most of the people on Capitol Hill uh, who have balls weren't born with them. And Nancy uh, Mace is one of those people. Hunter Biden just decided to show up on Capitol Hill, mosey on into the hearing after uh, basically giving Congress a middle finger a a few weeks ago because he wasn't going to uh, be subpoenaed, and uh, and he did it today, and... uh, I got to tell you, I, I'm loving uh, the, the direction of things, not the erection, the direction of things. Uh, and the reason why I, I just sit, did that slip is because uh, Pramila Jayapal did it a few minutes ago. Things, But if we're going to talk about outrageous things that have happened or things that have never happened, let's talk about the fact that President Trump incited an erection. Yeah, uh, he, did. And- <laughs> he, he, he did. Yeah, somebody, something's on her mind. I don't know what it is. I'm not sure if her uh, if her comment was after Nancy Mace or before. <laughs> That's funny. Oh, James Carville was on CNN on Anderson Cooper's 360, 
And uh, uh, he says that Trump will underperform expectations in Iowa. Okay. All right, you know. He says, I'm going to take this opportunity to make a further fool of myself, which, I mean, inevitably happens when he talks, and predict that Trump will underperform expectations in Iowa. I think the, uh, I think the opposition, I know very little bit about the uh, Republican primary voters in Iowa, but they seem to be pretty well organized and pretty committed. So, uh, you know, James Carville is reliably wrong about everything. He even wrote a book about now Democrats are going to be in power for another 40 years. And then Barack Obama lost both houses of Congress right after that book came out. So there. And, you know, the reason why is because he's not in touch with the people. He's got a cute Louisiana accent and everything. But he doesn't know what the hell's going on with you. He doesn't hang out with you. He doesn't understand the country. That's the big thing. That's why most of these people don't understand the uh, waylaying that is coming in uh, in November. Let's go to Gary in Canyon Lake, Texas. Hello there, Gary. Welcome to the Rob Carson Show. Hey, Rob. Thanks very much. Appreciate yeah. it. Love your show. Yeah. Just discovered the radio version uh, a few months ago, so I uh, love everything you do. Thank you, sir. Hey, a question. A couple times we've heard you uh, mention with Vivek that for you personally it comes down to uh, to a matter of trust. Um, I just wondered if you can relate that to back in 15 or 16 when Trump first announced his candidacy. Um, did you have kind of the same misgivings about Trump? Because really had no experience. He was asking us to basically just take him on faith and, and believe him. So I'm just wondering if you can draw any parallels to where Vivek is now in your thinking, to where Trump was back in 15, 16, uh, asking us to basically trust him. Well, I don't think that is a uh, prediction of any sort of trajectory of uh, Vivek Ramaswamy versus Donald Trump. They're completely different. Uh, as far as originally, when Donald Trump announced his candidacy, I thought it was a novelty. Of course. Nobody, nobody had ever seen anything like this before. Nobody would seen a guy who's the, one of the most popular figures in pop culture suddenly deciding he's going to throw his hat in the ring. And I'm just going to, I'll be honest, I originally was a Cruz fan, then I was a Rubio fan. I went to see both of them go speak. I, they came to Kansas City. I went to see both of them speak. And then I watched each one of my candidates fall. Uh, I knew that they had conservative cred. I, 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 like, uh, I like both of the aforementioned candidates. Uh, but, then, but then Trump was on the ascension. Then I began to understand what Trump was all about. And then I realized that he was going to be, uh, he was going to cause an earthquake in Washington, D.C. And, and I got fully behind Donald Trump. That, that is a complete, uh, Vivek Ramaswamy, the, the lack of trust is not anything like the phenomenon that is Donald Trump. So I I think if you try to compare the two of them, uh, for lack of a better cliche, it's, it's comparing apples to oranges. Do you, do you understand what I'm saying? Donald Trump is a, a, a giant figure in pop culture. He is also a giant figure in, uh, in the business world. And, and it, he, it, there's really no comparison between him and Vivek Ramaswamy. Do you understand what I'm trying to say? I do indeed. Yes, sir. Yeah. Yep. All right. Well, yep. hey, bro, I appreciate you listening. And I know we got a new affiliate in in, uh, in Houston. We're really pl proud to be a part of Texas. And thank you so much for, uh, for joining. And thanks for calling, bro. I appreciate it. Love you, Rob. Thank you, sir. Thank you, buddy. Thank you, buddy. Oh, you want to hear something kind of funny? You know, uh, Joe Biden went, and I know, shocking, uh, a Democrat candidate went to a black church over the weekend and pandered. And... <laughs> And pandered. And you know, Joe Biden is known for uh, plagiarizing, like like uh, Claudine Gay. But uh, Joe Biden, it literally got him booted from the 1988 presidential race. Or he was, I think it was 87 when he dropped out. But he did it again. He did it at the church. And this time, he plagiarized Hillary Clinton. We've come too far. I come.
gotten too far. From where we started. From where I started from. Nobody told me the road would be easy. Nobody told me wow. that the road would be easy. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. I don't believe he brought me this far to leave me. My fellow Americans, I don't think the good Lord brought us this far to leave us behind. Oh, I don't think the good Lord is on your side. I really, really don't. Mika Brzezinski, she's a little bit shocked. She's the arm candy of Joe Scarborough. <laughs> and and on uh, Morning Joe, she was beside herself after a, a poll uh, by NBC. Well, it wasn't the poll wasn't by him, but NBC's Steve Kornacki broke down an old new poll showing that Donald Trump is making significant advances in uh, in evangelicals in the state of Iowa. Here is uh, here is Mika. Uh, she's verklempt. She's a little verklempt. She's beside herself. So with less than a week to go until the Iowa caucuses, new polling shows former President Trump making larger inroads with two key groups when compared to 2016. Evangelicals and first-time caucus goers. NBC News national political correspondent Steve Kornacki is with us from the big board. Steve, what are the latest polls showing us about Trump's gain with these two groups? I'm just, I, I'm, I have no words for. Oh, I wish that you had no words. Oh my God, I wish you had no words. Um, here is uh, Kornacki talking about the gains that Trump has made, and I'll explain why. The overriding reason that Donald Trump lost Iowa in 2016 is right here. This is the exit poll from the caucuses. This is the evangelical vote. About 64% of the Iowa Republican electorate in 2016 was evangelical. And look, Ted Cruz won it. He won it by double digits, uh -huh. 34 to 22 over Donald Trump. So Cruz with a double-digit win among evangelicals. There was a lot of resistance, a lot of skepticism. Trump had some support with evangelicals, but Cruz was the candidate of the evangelicals in Iowa in 2016, and he won the state. So that was 2016, our most recent NBC News Des Moines Register poll out of Iowa. Trump, who was losing by 12 to Ted Cruz, now with an outright majority, 51% of the evangelical vote, basically two to one over his nearest foe, Ron DeSantis, Nikki Haley, barely in double digits. The biggest reason Trump has been winning and winning big in these Iowa polls, but we mentioned that other group. Group. This is always a wild card group in caucuses, first time caucus goers. Here is a group that Trump won in 2016, although it was close. He got 30%, Cruz, Rubio, both in the 20s. When you look now in our poll at first time caucus goers, Trump mm. with a 51 point advantage over his nearest foe here, Ron DeSantis. So he's had those two groups not just change in, in terms of one going for him that wasn't before. They have both exploded in terms of him now just winning outright majorities. Now, why is Trump getting evangelicals? Now, I'm I'm uh, I'm not a big church goer. I am a deeply, uh, I have very deep Christian beliefs uh, because I know it's it's uh, it has been at work in my life many many times. Christians realize we all sin. And originally, when Donald Trump came on the scene, we saw him as brash. We saw him as a womanizer. There was that P-word tape on the bus that was surreptitiously uh, taped by Billy Bush. Should not have been. It is an illegal taping. The producer of that show knew it, and they went with it anyway. Nobody has brought that up. And I realize that all of that is meaningless. 
That's how guys talk. Guys always brag about their conquests. I've gotten over that because uh, my conquest ended so long ago. Uh, <laughs> what did I tell my friends now? Oh, yeah, last night I almost got my wife into the mood. I cleaned the house. I did the dishes. And I even promised I was going to finish that project I've been working on. You know what? Really? Really? But Christians and evangelicals know that we're all sinners. And they can look through that and see the good. What they they don't like is people who are simply posers at church. Joe Biden goes to church. Joe Biden is seen at church because he wants to be seen at church. Joe Biden goes to a Baptist black church because he wants to show him he's down with the struggle, even though he's profoundly racist and always has been. And Christians realize they look at actions and not words, and they've looked at the actions of this man, and they've seen the persecution of this man for seven and a half years. That's what's going on. That's what's going on. I think the churchgoers and evangelicals would much sooner support a man who put people on the Supreme Court to over to overthrow uh, and overturn Roe v. Wade. He put people on the court and he promised he'd do it. He promised he would acknowledge Jerusalem as the capital of Israel. You think that doesn't resonate with evangelicals? What has Joe Biden done? He wants Roe v. Wade to come back. He's willing to pay for abortions. Even military members sent him across state lines to pay for abortions. Do you get it now? Here's what Charlie Kirk had to say about it. I just grabbed this this morning. Charlie Kirk is an amazing guy. Listen to this. Now, some people say, oh, you know, these elites mean very well. I think this is an important thing to talk about for a second. The elites don't mean well when you have a wide open border and 12,000 people are coming across the border every single day. The elites don't mean well when they go after our children in the name of medicine. These elites don't mean well. In fact, they hate the United States. You think that evangelicals are down with children uh, getting uh, uh, puberty blockers and uh, mutilative surgery? Do, Do you get it now? Constitution. They hate the Declaration. The division in this country is versus the decent and the indecent, as Viktor Frankl said in Man's Search for Meaning. We are living through this time where the question is still an open question. Will the people who are the sovereign in this country do everything they possibly can to fight back and win against the elites that want to ruin it? Yeah, 100%. And the more the elites realize that they are failing... The more they caterwaul, the more they fear monger. You got a president in the White House right now who who worked with the FBI and DHS. They created a disinformation governance board and they censored all of our speech. He opened the borders wide open. He uh, he defended and, and didn't say a damn thing about when the summer the the country burned in the summer of 2020. He never said anything about uh, Antifa and 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 about Black Lives Matter. But he and his DOJ have gone after people who were just on the ground of the Capitol on January the 6th, and people have been in jail for a thousand days plus without trial, and some of them in solitary for over a year. But you know, you got people like Whoopi Goldberg, who is an elite, been rich a very, very, very long time, would never think about walking across the street to shake your hand, and she's saying stupid crap like this. People's faith in the country 
is waning. Yes. That's the yes. that's the thing that's yes. pissing me off. Because yeah, it's because of the Democrat Party and the deep state and this president. Because in fact. There's a reason Joe Biden ran the way he did. There's a reason he's running for democracy now, because that's laughable. That's really what's at stake. You worried that it you is. can't pay your bill? Wait till he, the other guy becomes president, and you won't have to worry about it because you'll be in some camp somewhere. Well, you're going to be in a camp. Donald Trump didn't shut down churches. All right, Donald Trump didn't do that. That's his promise. His promise to us is he's going to force people <laughs> to do his bidding. Yeah, like a, like a, I don't know, a mask mandate or a vaccine mandate. Yeah. That's what he said. I'm this, I'm going to be good on day one, and I'm going to turn into this other person. So here's the deal. This is all up to you. Yeah. This is all up to you. We can sit up here. Till it's clearly up to us because the polling is showing that Joe Biden's going to get beaten badly. Yeah. Uh, let's take a break. I, I do have some uh, really great audio from uh, Victor Davis Hanson talking about Michelle Obama possibly running. And then we're going to get into this whole Fanny Willis thing because it's laughable. And I think it's the beginning of the end for these political indictments. Uh, there are other ways. They'll come up with other ways, guys. They'll come up uh, with other ways to take Donald Trump down and in this movement. But uh, it looks like maybe we're headed in the right direction. Let's take a break and come back. This is The Rob Carson Show. I did something I've never done before. Yesterday. Yesterday, we, we got eight inches of snow. And, and yesterday is my a very busy day. I call it my hell day, which is, it's not hell. Uh, I do my radio show, and then, I, and then I record a good sample of my TV show. I write my entire TV show. I, I select my own video clips. So I do the whole deal. I even do my own hair and makeup, which is not something to brag about. Anyway... And we had eight inches of snow on the ground, and I'm like, you know, I, just, I can't, I don't have time to do this. My wife's down there. You need to go out and blow off the driveway. You know, and she doesn't talk exactly like that. Real close. Uh, and, and so, I did, you know, I called the neighbor kid. I said, Tyler, you want to make some money? And I said, come over and, and do the driveway. And off the back deck. I've never paid anybody for snow removal. You know, uh, yeah. I feel, I feel guilty about it because, you know, normally that, that all of that stuff falls upon me. All the home improvement, all the shoveling, all the digging, all the clipping, all the bada 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 and all that stuff. And yesterday, for the first time in my life, I paid a kid to, uh, to uh, shovel the driveway. And I think I created more jobs than, uh, than Joe Biden uh, already this quarter. <laughs> so, so there is that. Uh, oh, by the way, this, uh, this spending bill, they're trying to go through uh, uh, Mike, uh, the, the Mike Johnson, the new Speaker of the House. They're already talking about removing him uh, <laughs> because he's, you know, he's, he's uh, basically continuing the same crap that Kevin McCarthy did with this, uh, with this budget. Now, we've only got a couple vote majority in the House. I kind of understand this, but this is uh, Tommy Tuberville talking to Rob Schmidt last night about this, uh, this new budget. You know, there's two things here now. We, we don't want to shut the government down, but we don't want to do an omnibus bill. Omnibus bill. I don't care if they shut the government down. How about you? For people out there, it's a budget where uh, Schumer and several of his buddies just get together. They throw everything in there they want. They spend billions of your taxpayer dollars with no accountability. That's what he's pushing for. At the end of the day, he wants an omnibus bill. But, you know, Mike Johnson's been fighting hard. And we appreciate how he's been yeah. fighting. But let me tell you, uh, a $16 billion cut out of $1.6 trillion, uh, 
that doesn't do anything for the American people. All it does is put us farther in debt every year. You know, and we, we got to understand we're borrowing $75,000 per second. Think about that. $75,000 per second. You, the taxpayer, are borrowing to pay from your grandkids and your kids down the road. Do you hear the people saying, because I hear them screaming. I hear the people screaming. I hear the people saying, damn it, stop this insanity. We're at $34 trillion in debt. When Barack Obama was the president, we were under 10. And they're screaming. And they're screaming about the southern border. They can see it. They can see it. These are abuses and usurpations, guys. These are the abuses and usurpations of 2023 that make the founders look like child's play. Really. And, uh, and the people are waking up to it. And the polling is showing it. And, uh, and the wheel is beginning to come off of, uh, of this federal government. And, and, and by the way, they will increasingly become desperate as, uh, as things, as dominoes fall. Now, uh, coming up, I'm going to cover this, uh, this Fonnie Willis thing. She, uh, she literally hired her lover, Nathan Wade lover. Do you love that word? Her lover uh, at $700,000 over three years. And he and she met with the White House counsel and Kamala Harris before Trump was indicted. Collaboration, guys. Political collaboration on all of these indictments. Let's take a break and come back. This is the Rob Carson Show. Hey, it's Tony Marino, host of the wildly popular Newsmax Daily podcast, available for free along with Jerry Callahan, Rob Carson, and other great podcasts at Newsmax.com slash listen or wherever you get podcasts. All right, second hour of the show. Hunter used to pay for Fanny, Fanny, I should say. Now Fanny apparently has been paying for a little something-something on the side. Why don't elites go to jail for breaking the law? And John Kirby is left speechless by Peter Ducey. Don't go anywhere. The new year is here, and I have an important message for you. Hey, it's Rob Carson. Why don't you give yourself a gift for the new year, the new streaming service, Newsmax Plus? Move over, woke Netflix and Disney Plus and Hulu. Just start Newsmax Plus. Get Newsmax best shows with Rob Schmidt, Eric Bowling, Greta Von Susteren, Greg Kelly, and more. Even actor John Voight has a special series on there. Plus lots of movies, documentaries, history, comedy. Newsmax Plus just started and more than 180,000 people have signed up. Watch Newsmax Plus on your home TV or phone app. And Newsmax Plus is the only streamer to give you all of Donald Trump's rallies. So get Newsmax Plus now. It's free to start. Just go to Newsmax Plus. That's NewsmaxPLUS.com. Millions are switching to Newsmax. Be one today.